Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy Friday. I hope you've enjoyed the show this week. We've had a lot of news. We've broken a lot of stories. We've had some really great guests, and I don't intend to stop while we're on a roll. We've got a great show for you today, starting at ground zero of one of the greatest threats to American sovereignty right now, the border. Yes, just a few short hours ago, Title 42 lifted, and it won't happen tomorrow or today, but over the next few weeks, you're going to see the number of illegal aliens, which have grown from about 1,500 to 2,000 a day to closer to 10,000 a day, it's going to balloon up another 50%, probably to 15, 16,000 when we're done. That will be impossible for the system to process, to deal with, to handle. And our Border Patrol, they're already down to about 30% coverage on the border. According to many, they'll be down to 10%. We've got the perfect first guest to talk about that. Brandon Judd is the president of the Border Patrol Agents Union. He is also a Border Patrol agent. He is the most cogent voice when it comes to defending the interests, identifying the concerns of those brave men and women that are in the Customs Border and Protection Agency. And he also is full of chalk, full of data. There was a bomb that was detected coming across the border recently. There are Chinese nationals that are sneaking in. There are Russian nationals. There are cartel members. There are rape trees where young women are being raped before they get into the United States. All of this is a very, very disastrous moment in history. And Brandon Judd's one of the few people to tell you what it is like it is, as it is, no holds barred. He trusts you to make up your mind with the raw facts. And they are raw. They're difficult to process. So Brandon Judd's going to kick us off at the top of the show. Then Austin Scott, congressman from Georgia, member of the House Intelligence Committee, he's got some thoughts on just how compromised the Biden family is, what Jim Jordan and James Comer have done, like you heard James Comer on the show yesterday, where this all heads next. It's a very exciting thing. So we'll talk to Congressman Austin Scott. And oh, by the way, he's got a fascinating angle, a fascinating concern to bring to your and my attention. And so we want to get to that as soon as we can as well. It deals with Border Patrol agent applicants who get all the way through the process. And one of the last stages they get to is the polygraph test, you know, the lie detector test. And many of these people have passed prior testing, prior lie detectors. 
in other law enforcement jobs, but they're by a 50 to 66% margin, they're being rejected. Brandon Judd and Austin Scott are going to both talk about that today. It seems like a backdoor way to cancel people who want to guard our nation's border, who want to serve our country in a place where one party seems to want to erase the traditional border lines. So, Austin Scott's going to bring some really extraordinary information today, also about China. And then we're going to finish up with another guy who's been a champion at the border. He's only been in Washington a few months, but he's had outsized influence already. Congressman Eli Crane from the great state of Arizona, a retired Navy SEAL. Yes, he served his country in the most intense warfare, special operators warfare. Now he's serving his country, standing up for veterans, standing up for his constituents, standing up for budget cuts. He's going to talk a little bit about the budget cut and the border legislation that passed. And speaking of border legislation, H.R. 2 did pass yesterday once again. Kevin McCarthy, with a four or five vote margin, continues to pass bill after bill after bill, legislation after legislation. He's keeping a unity caucus on tight margins, and he's getting everything checked off on the list that the Republicans promised in the commitment with America. We're only five months in. Like I said, he's only had a four or five vote margin on most votes, and he keeps navigating it, keeps slamming down victories, legislative victories, sending legislation either to the president or to the Senate. The Senate often can be the graveyard of great legislation. We have to really acknowledge that. And I think Eli Crane, Austin Scott, both going to talk about that success factor. So that's our show today. We're going to take a quick commercial break, hear from some of our great sponsors. A lot of you have been asking, how do I get involved with that effort to fight back on canceling future gas stoves, making it impossible in the future to buy a gas stove or to even have a gas hookup in your apartment. That's what's going on or your house. If it's a new house, that's what's going on in New York and California. Well, there is a movement afoot led by the U.S. Oil and Gas Association, the association that represents all the independent drillers and energy producers in the country who brought us the natural gas revolution, the fracking revolution that we're now the world's envy for. Well, they have started an organization called Hands Off. Off my stove. Hands off my stove. Very simple. 12 bucks a year, dollar a month. You get involved. You'll get some cool bling. But more importantly, you're going to get intel and grassroots opportunities to fight from the local level. The city of Berkeley recently overturned by a federal court for trying to cancel gas stoves to the state level. California and New York already far on, on par to getting rid of gas stoves in the future for, in those states to the federal level where the Energy Department and other people are fast at work trying to do that as well. So we've got an extraordinary lineup of things that are going on in handsoffmystove.com. Handsoffmystove.com is a place you can go to send a message from Washington to your state house to your city hall that you want to keep your gas stove and you want future generations to have gas stoves to cook on. Chefs want it. Restaurants want it. Everyday Americans want it. And it should be a choice, right? That's what people are saying. But right now, the Democrats in these various governments are not making it or allowing it to be a choice. So go to handsoffmystove.com and you'll be impressed what you get. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, our interview with Brandon Judd, the head of the Border Patrol Agents Union, on this day one of the end of Title 42 and day one of the beginning of a new and historic onslaught of illegal aliens coming across our border. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. 
Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at signup. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. All right, folks, welcome back to the commercial break. It is day one in the post-Title 42 era, and the world is watching closely to see what happens at our southern border. Joining us right now, a man who's on the front lines. He knows what's really going on. He is the president of the Border Patrol Agents Union and our good friend, Brandon Judd. Brandon, great to have you on the show. John, good to be with you. Thank you. This is a very difficult day, I know, for all of our uh, colleagues, uh, your colleagues on the front lines. Tell us what we're going to see today, what happened overnight, what we're going to see today and over the weekend. So um, believe it or not, we're not going to see a whole lot of increase today. And, and the reason why we're not going to see that is because the cartels recognize that there is too much media right now. There's, there's too much media attention on this. So we're going to see the status quo from the last several days, which is already astronomically high. Um, right. We average in, in a normal in a normal administration on a normal day, we average between a thousand to fifteen hundred apprehensions per day. Right now, we're over ten thousand apprehensions per day. So that number is already astronomically high. Um, but the cartels are recognizing that there has been so that there's been such a huge media push on this. Um, you've got Secretary Mayorkas that has done um, uh, press conferences two days in a row. You've got this administration now talking about it. 
So the cartels recognize, they, they understand the politics here in the United States. They understand the ebbs and flows. So we're going to see the same number, this same huge number. But as it starts, to, as the talk starts to die down, as you start to see the media go away from the border, that's when we're gonna, you're going to see the numbers start to shoot right back up. So we can expect, um, post-Title 42, we can expect uh, that, that our numbers are going to go up anywhere between thirteen to 16,000 apprehensions per day. But we've got to put context to that. It, the apprehensions in and of itself are just a number. When you look at what the, what the numbers do to us, when we're apprehending um, 3,000 people, we're pulling resources out of the field. We don't have as many Border Patrol agents um, patrolling the border. When we're apprehending 5,000 people a day, now we only have 50% of our Border Patrol agents patrolling the border. When we hit 10,000 apprehensions a day, that means we're only deploying 30% of our Border Patrol agents to patrol the border. And when that happens, the cartels are able to gain ground on, on the vast majority of our border. They, they start controlling the vast majority of our border. Once those numbers go up to 13, 16,000, we're only going to have 10% of our Border Patrol agents actively patrolling the border, and the cartel will own every inch of the border. That's why borders, and, and when you look at what they're going to bring across, the fentanyl, the criminal aliens, the aliens from special interest country, that's why border security is so important to the United States, because we keep so much of that out. But when we can't properly patrol the border, we can't do it, and, and, Amer- and, and American people, they suffer for it. Yeah, there's no doubt. And the, the thinner the line is on the Border Patrol, the fewer agents that are on there because they're taking care and doing concierge service, checking people in, yep. uh, the yep. larger the number of the gotaways are going to be, right? So when, you, when we talk about uh, 10, 15, 16,000 maybe by the summer, the, the gotaways are going to be at an all-time high. Isn't that right? Yeah, we're, we're already an all-time high at everything, even in gotaways. But again, to put it in perspective, as the as the number of crossings go up, as the number of apprehensions go up, then the gotaways go up. And that's what keeps up keeps us up at night. We only count the number of apprehensions because it tells us what else is going to happen. It tells us how many agents we're going to have on the line, how many agents we're going to have patrolling the border. And based upon the number of agents patrolling the border, it tells us whether the cartels are going to control certain things, whether they're going to be able to bring in their, their, their fentanyl or, or other hard uh, narcotics, and whether they're going to be able to bring in the dangerous people. And, yes, they will. The gotaways will go up. We're already seeing the gotaways go up. We're going from 2,000 gotaways a day to, to close to 3,000 gotaways per day right now. That is very, very dangerous to the American people. Just look at the fentanyl poisoning that's taking place. 70,000 Americans every single year under this administration are losing their lives to fentanyl poisoning, and that's going to continue when we lose control. I'm sorry, those numbers are even going to go up when we lose control of the border. Uh, It's so so shocking to see what was going on. The last few days, there's been a lot of high-profile statements. There's been professions that they're going to do something different. It's going to be okay. Is there anything that Secretary Mayorkas, President Biden, or anyone else in Homeland Security has done in the last week that no. really is going to make any difference? Nothing, right? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I, you know, it, it's amazing that they're claiming a win. They're claiming a win, 10,000 apprehensions, and they're claiming a win. What they're trying to do is they're trying to set the new normal. They're trying to get people to think that this is, well, 10,000 apprehensions, no big deal. 
Um, that's what they're trying to do. And, and unfortunately for, for us, the mainstream media is covering for them. They allow them to deflect. They don't ask them the tough questions. They don't ask them about the gotaways. They don't ask them about the fentanyl. They don't ask They don't press them on anything. So when they get out there and they give the press conference, you get the mainstream media running away saying, oh, look, look, they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot. When uh, Karine Jean-Pierre is allowed to lie and say, we've dropped by 90%. Yeah, we've dropped by 90% of their already high. We're not dropping yeah. by 90% of what previous administrations have done. We're dropping by 90% of their already high. And by the way, their 90% drop of already high still beats the record of every other previous administration. Yeah, it's just it's jaw-dropping, and, and they just play with numbers, and, and it's basically propaganda. I mean, people who know say what's coming out right now is propaganda. No one in the other countries, no one at the border believes it. But they say it anyways. It's got to be frustrating. In the last 24, 48 hours, there's been a report of an explosive device that's been seized by Border Patrol agents. Is that the beginning of a testing of our system uh, for maybe some sort of terror or other attack? What, what should we be worried about that apprehension? No, what, what, what really scares me is what's already gotten in. When you talk yeah. about 2,000, 3,000 gotaways every single day, this isn't 2,000, 3,000 gotaways over the period of a month. This is every single day, two to 3,000 gotaways. Um, just because we stumbled upon one IED, how many other IEDs have already made it in, in, into this country? How much fentanyl has made it into this country with those 2,000 to 3,000 gotaways per day? Again, we're not what's, – what's, what's amazingly frustrating to me is because we don't see the effects immediately – we get lulled to sleep. The, we are going to feel the effects eventually. We're feeling the effects of the fentanyl. But if it doesn't happen to my family, then my family looks away. Or, or you know, I, I only use that as an example. But people, if it doesn't affect them directly, they, they kind of just tend like tend to think it's not going to happen to them. It is ultimately going to happen to every single one of us. We are going to feel the effects of this, whether it's economically, whether it's uh, uh, in physical harm. Whether it's in fentanyl poisoning, we're going to feel the effects of it. It's just something that we've got to get under control, and it's something that we know that this administration is not willing to do. Yeah, it, it is scary. You are stretched thin. Uh, every Border Patrol agent is extraordinarily stretched thin. There, there's an interesting issue that Congressman, uh, several congressmen have brought up in the last couple of weeks, uh, particularly Austin Scott of Georgia, and that is that we are turning away super qualified CPB recruits because there's an unusually high rejection rate on the uh, polygraphs that are given as part of the final screening process. It's somewhere between 50% and 66%, according to the congressman. Uh, Tell us what's going on there. And is, is this another form of hindrance to the CPB? It is. It is. So the administration, they run everything. One of the things that uh, I talked with Senator Cruz about last night, I asked him, Hey, would you consider being the attorney general? Because the DOJ has to be cleaned up. It has to be cleaned up. But that's, it's not just the DOJ. It's the IRS. It's DHS. All of our organizations have become political organizations. So what's happening is you've got the CBP um, um, polygraph examiners that they're failing an awful lot of qualified candidates. And the reason why we know that they're failing them is because these individuals have already passed state polygraph tests or they fail ours and then they go pass a state polygraph test. 
we are losing out on a lot of applicants because they they don't want the number of border patrol agents. They do not want to ensure that we have enough border patrol agents. Everything that this administration is doing, they are undermining the mission of the border patrol. And the reason that they're doing it is because we have activists that are running law enforcement right now. When you look at at the West Wing. It's permeated with activists, people from activist backgrounds, the political appointees. Look at the political appointees in DHS. They come from activist backgrounds. And those activists, they do not want the Border Patrol. They do not want law enforcement to succeed. It's all about defunding police. It's all about open borders. And so when, when you have that, you can expect that a, way too many of our applicants are going to fail. Way too many of our qualified applicants are going to fail because – you can you can manipulate polygraphs. The, the way oh, the, poly, uh, the, the the examiner, the way the examiner asks questions. If the examiner gets mad at you, of course your blood's going to get up, um, start start to rise. Of course your pulse is going to go up. So they get in your face and they start accusing you of a crime. Of course your 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 pulse is going to go up, and they're going to say, "Oh, your pulse just went up. You failed." They can manipulate that. They and and. And again, we pass other, these applicants are passing other polygraphs, but they're failing our polygraph. It's all by design with this administration. It's absolutely frightening. And is there anything that the uh, union can do? Is there anything that Congress can do? Yeah. What would be... So what, what we do is, is, is we, jump, we jump on these podcasts. We are the, uh, you know, when we talk about unions, I know that unions have a stigma. We are a very, very conservative um, organization. When you look yeah. at law enforcement around the nation, law enforcement, every single law enforcement organization has a union, and we generally tend to be be conservative. We are the most, by far, the most active union that there that's ever existed from a law enforcement no standpoint. And we're constantly, constantly educating the public by going on podcasts, by going on the news, by discussing and telling the American people what is, what is going on. What we're hoping that the American people will turn around and do. Start calling your congressman. Start writing your congressman. Start putting pressure on them. If, if we have pressure being put on them, they're then going to try to get the White House to do the right thing. That's the only way we can effectuate tr- change. Yeah, it has worked time and again in our history country. When the people's mind get to it, uh, they can make a big difference. And right now Absolutely. we've got a crisis. Brandon, you do such an amazing job educating all of us. We're so grateful. I know how busy you are today. I just wanted to Thank you, and uh, thank all the great men and women of CBB. They're protecting us under the most impossible circumstances, and an entire country is grateful. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. We'll talk to you real soon. Be safe. Thank you. You too. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Congressman Austin Scott from the great state of Georgia. A lot to talk about. He broke a lot of news. I think you'll enjoy it. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800- 
245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. He's on both the Agriculture and Intelligence Committees and he joins us after helping pass the Secure Our Borders Act of 2023. Joining us right now is Georgia Congressman Austin Scott. Sir, great to have you back on the show. Hey, John and Amanda, and I'm glad that uh, my good friend Comer is coming on later. I have a lot of faith in him and uh, Jim Jordan to get the truth out about what the Biden family's done and how they got so wealthy. They are getting a lot of facts out right now, and there's no doubt about it. I want to turn to what just happened in the House, a major piece of legislation passed by Republicans. You're, you're, you're going down that checklist, delivering everything you told the American people. This one probably can't come at a better time. The border about to explode tonight when Title 42 uh, finally is lifted. Give us your uh, assessment of what's going to happen. And also, because you're so keen on security issues, what national security concerns you have about an even more open border than we have now? Yeah, so, so and, and, and let's remember this. We're getting the things passed that we said we were going to get passed with a four-vote margin in the House of Representatives. We're doing things that the, that the Biden administration was betting that we couldn't get done, just like getting a debt limit bill passed, yeah. uh, which is something that they, they can't do in, in the Senate run by the the uh, Democrats right now. So my primary concern is you watch the videos, there are going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people coming across the United States border. This is, this is predictable, this is calculated, and this is unnecessary. This is the end result of the Biden administration's policies. Because they're gonna do it the way they're gonna do it, those people are gonna be released into the United States they're going to disperse throughout the United States. And in many cases, we won't have any idea who they are. Now, let me let me make this point. A lot of these people are not from Central and South America. They're not from Mexico or Guatemala or 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 the places in the Western Hemisphere. They're coming from the Middle East. They're coming from China. They're coming, they're coming from all over the world, and they are taking advantage of the United States citizens because President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who he has put in charge of the border, uh, have created a scenario under which they can. And so the Biden-Harris administration is letting these people take advantage of us, and, and they're going to do it, and they're going to be dispersed throughout our communities, and we're not going to have any idea who they are. 
And there is a cost to this, the cost of health care, the cost of transportation, the cost of housing, the cost of education for, for the kids. The United States taxpayer, while we are currently over $32 trillion in debt, the United States taxpayer is going to is going to have money taken out of their paychecks to pay for the cost of all of the benefits that people who are coming here illegally are going to get. Well, and, and sir, when you look at the evidence of who is trying to actually protect our country and protect our border, it seems that this, this administration says ignore the evidence of, of your eyes and ears because you guys, Republicans in the House, just passed H.R. 2. And yet this administration, Biden and Mayorkas, uh, specifically blame it on Republicans that this crisis is happening. Please help me understand. I can't help you understand. It, <laughs> it, it, it's just a, another lie that they've told. It, it's, uh, it, it's a continuing pattern of failure from the Biden-Harris administration. Uh, they blame Republicans for everything when it, is, when it is all happening because of the executive actions in the White House. Yeah, there's no doubt this is intentional. And they, they said they were going to do it, and they have done it now. Uh, Congressman, I want to ask about some of the statistics that are small in size, but uh, mountainous when it comes to potential security issues. Well over 100 people with terrorist eyes now been intercepted. It leaves you to wonder how many we missed as we pull more and more border agents from the border. A large, like multiple uh, times growth in uh, immigrants, uh, illegal migrants coming across the border from China. You can't leave China unless you get an exit visa. Uh, how concerned should we be about those sort of more dangerous elements that we know are now systematically trying to come across the border? Well, if, it, if it's only 1% of the people that are coming across the border that intend to engage in, whether it be drug trafficking or any other type of criminal activity, if it's only 1% of the, the 5 million that have come in since he has been uh, the president of the United States, if it's only 1%, that's still 50,000, right? Yeah. That, that are doing damage to us every single day inside the United States. And I, I don't think it's a high percentage. I do not think it's a high percentage uh, that intend to come in here and carry out criminal activity, but I do think it would be more than 1%. And so if you, if you multiply one or two or three, say it's 5% times 5 million, you've allowed a lot of people into the United States that intended to uh, damage to us either through uh, drug trafficking or some other type of, of criminal activity. Sir, can I just follow up quickly if Amanda would give me a moment? Just is do you talk to intelligence, law enforcement people all the time. They have they really trust you. Are intelligence and law enforcement people really worried about just how open this is right now? Oh man, they are they are at wit's end. You know, they wake up every morning, they go out there, they do the best they can, and depending on where you are, uh, you you know, if you're if you're in uh, one of those areas that's got one of these crazy district attorneys. You know, if you're a law enforcement officer and you get it right, 99.9% of the time, they're going to find a, a reason to prosecute you that one-tenth of 1% that you don't get it absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I just commend our law enforcement officers. Uh, I know the majority of our DAs are trying to, to do a good job, but, but, but these people, um, you know, th this, this very small margin of people uh, that continue to give our law enforcement officers such a hard time 
Uh, we got to stand behind our law enforcement officers. I mean, it would be it would be significantly worse without them. Um, and let, let me mention one other thing, you know, with Border Patrol, you, you know, about two thirds of the applicants for Border Patrol are, are being taken out because of a, a lie detector test, a lie detector test that um, there got to be significant problems with. I know people who have cleared every lie detector test that they've ever been through that didn't pass the one that uh, Homeland Security has given them. Uh, we, need, we need to be fixing those types of problems and, and making it easier for people to serve in law enforcement uh, and, and, and help protect us and not harder. Wow. Congressman, I want to ask you about what, what could possibly be a miscalculation by the Democrat Party, because uh, Mayorkas and Biden can say until they are blue in the face that the border is secure, it's closed, they're doing everything they can, they're prepared. I've heard each of those comments from each of them numerous times. But we have homelessness crises in, in major cities across America, very blue cities, and now that's spilling out into other communities that are not necessarily sure. even blue cities. But I want to ask you because I think that um, I think this is a, a miscalculation because once these blue cities, these these super blue majority cities with with you know city councils and state legislatures that are blue, they're going to see the impact of this bear, borne out in the homelessness issues in their own communities. Would you agree? A absolutely, and I, I think if you look at what the mayor of New York City has had to say. I mean, he's simply telling the truth about what's happening when they come when they come into New York City. You know, New York City has got to bear is bearing the cost of, of housing, of transportation, of health care, of the school systems. And, and, and he is making the point that these are resources that are being taken away from United States citizens because because, you know, the dollar can only get spent once. And and so, I mean, it, it, it's getting worse, not better. In my little hometown of Tifton, Georgia, uh, I, I've, I've lived there since third grade. I, I can tell you, we have always had some homelessness, but we've never had enough so much that the shelters, uh, Brother Charlie's and others couldn't take care of it. And, and I'm telling you, mm -hmm. we have tremendous homelessness issues all throughout the country, even in rural America now. All right, folks, we got one more good one. Eli Crane, congressman from Arizona, former Navy SEAL. He's going to join us. And oh, hey, a lot of people enjoyed the interview on Wednesday on AMAC Wednesday with our good friend, Bobby Charles. His story and his podcast trended real large on our site and in our ecosystem. If you want to join AMAC and become a member of the Association of Mature American Citizens, AMAC, and you want to be a member like I am. I'm a five-year member. Go get go get a five-year membership. It's a bargain. And by the way, it'll pay for itself in the first few weeks with the discounts you can get on travel and on insurance and other programs, policies, and products. But you're also going to get all that intel. You're going to get smart people like Bobby Charles, be able to hear him on the podcasts that they do. Rebecca Weber, the president, one of the brightest political minds in all of the country, really. And all you got to do to join, because you get a special discount if you join right now, go to AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S, AMAC dot U-S slash Just News. One more time. A-M-A-C, AMAC dot U-S slash Just News. You'll get discounts and you'll become a member. You'll be part of a grassroots army trying to preserve the great American experience and make America a continuing power and a great place to live for generations to come. amac.us slash Just News. Go check it out. We'll be right back with Congressman Eli Crane after these messages. 
Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. And I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Joining us right now from the great state of Arizona, Congressman Eli Crane. Congressman, good to have you on the show, sir. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. You have uh, been such a clarion uh, voice on why we need to get the border under control. National security, humanitarian crisis. This week, the dam broke. We're going to see these historic numbers uh, unending until Joe Biden does something. Tell us what you see in your home state of Arizona, which is on the front lines of this. Well, you're going to continue to see this uh, invasion get just worse, John. And uh, many of us knew when we saw the uh, the then candidate Biden during uh, his presidential race, you know, basically uh, rolling out the red carpet for anybody that, you know, wanted to come to this country. Many of us knew it was going to be a complete disaster and started screaming about it at that point. Now we're to the point where we've we've got we've had more illegals come into this country than we've ever had. We have, you know, um, over 100,000 fentanyl deaths. Um, 
and, and so much more from MS-13 gang members, sex trafficking, you name it. It's a complete disaster. It's only going to get worse. And uh, the worst thing about it is, John, is that you'll, you'll, when you're interviewing or, you know, interrogating Secretary, you know, Mayorkas, they will sit there and lie to your face about having operational control over the southern border and uh, how much good that they're doing. And it, it just, you know, I don't know what surprises me more, how quickly they're destroying our sovereignty or the fact that they will deadpan lie to your face about it. Yeah. Well, and Congressman, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I'm curious how you think this is going to play with Democrats next year. Because if you just listen to what Secretary Mayorkas says with respect to having complete and total control of the border, that's one message. But the proof is in the pudding. And as more people are pouring across the border and heading into the interior of the country, even majority blue areas like Chicago, you've got people who are saying, we don't want this in our communities. And Democrats, even though they see Mayorkas saying one thing, they're going to experience something else in their communities. We're used to immigration being a big issue with Republicans. But is this going to rise up the priority list for Democrats next year, too? Oh, I think it absolutely is. And the reason for that is, is because, um, you know, many of the byproducts, many, a lot of the carnage that you see from this, like fentanyl, fentanyl doesn't kill Republicans or Democrats or independents. It kills indiscriminately. It kills everybody. So you have Democrat parents that are losing their children, Republican parents that are losing their children. You have MS-13 gang members that, you know, are, you know, threatening, um, using violence to intimidate and harm Democrats, Republicans, et cetera. This stuff doesn't know any political party. And so there comes a, there comes a point where the, the po- policy, the political games, they go away once things start getting serious enough. And I think that's what you're going to see. Um, you know, with, with this, as the faucet gets turned on as title 42 ends. And I'm hoping that, um, you know, this, this administration, secretary Mayorkas, president Biden will do the right thing by the American people, because ultimately after um, protecting their unalienable God-given rights, um, this is their number one priority to protect the American people. And everybody knows that they're not doing it. Yeah. You talked about the misinformation campaign that the Biden administration is inflicting on the American public. One of the false statements is this is a Republican problem. They haven't done anything on immigration or the border. Simply not true. Your colleagues on the House Judiciary Committee, along with you, created H.R. 2. It has lots of ideas that have proven to work in the past that imposes the legislation. Tell us what Republicans really have done. We're going to ignore the Biden administration's false claim here. We want to hear from you what this bill will really do. Yeah, so I've got a list in front of me. You know, I'm just going to go down it. You know, resuming border wall construction. That's a big deal. People have known since the beginning of time that walls do work. Is it security by itself? No, but real security is overlapping deterrence, okay? We've got the bolstering of uh, CBP staffing. We're going to hire and train 22,000 Border Patrol agents. Modernizing and enhancing technology, that's a a big part of security and um, appropriating the funds to do that. Demanding um, transparency uh, from DHS, requiring a monthly report on gotaways, which currently we're not getting, addressing CBP retention, supporting local law enforcement, Um, and limiting the use of uh, CBP one app. Those are hard, concrete steps that we are going to that we are taking and we are going to be voting on this week um, to try and help out with with this uh, this crisis that we're seeing at the southern border, John. 
Yeah, so important. Congressman, I wanted to hone in on on one of those tactics that you spoke about in HR2 regarding the border wall, because our network has been covering the border crisis for a long time. Uh, one of our, our colleagues, Ben Burkwam, is there all the time. And, and I know that the situation used to be that there were materials just sitting there at the border, because as we all know, that money was already allocated to complete construction in certain areas of the border wall. Is that still the case, that that money is there? In, in many cases, the materials are there. So so why not continue? Yes, Amanda, it is. As a matter of fact, about, I think, six or seven weeks ago, some of my colleagues uh, from Homeland Security went down to uh, El Paso, Texas. We took a helicopter ride. Uh, we were flying over the, the border wall and we saw stacks of uh, steel barrier and wall just sitting there rusting out in the sun, along with some of the other um, infrastructure that had already been paid for by the American tax uh, pair. And that's one of the most frustrating things about this, guys, is we are over $30 trillion in debt, as you guys know. We've already paid for a lot of this security that if it wouldn't have been stopped on day one of the Biden administration would be helping to keep Americans safe. Not only did they stop it, but then they re-implemented policies that don't work. They killed policies that were working. And, and now, again, they will sit there, look at your face and tell you they have operational control and they're trying to protect American citizens. Yeah. Just stunning. Sir, Judiciary Committee under Jim Jordan, Oversight Committee under uh, Congressman Comer have done a lot to expose what went on in the Biden family. And you served on the front lines of our uh, defense as in the military. You've been in foreign countries. When foreign countries now know that Joe Biden and his son and the family were looking for oligarchs and corrupt companies and trying to turn millions around, what message does that send to our allies and our enemies across this globe? Well, to our enemies, it, it sends a sign that says we're open for business. We're open for corruption. We're open to the highest bidder. Everybody knows. Everybody knew that this guy was completely corrupted. Now we have the receipts and the proof. It'll be interesting to see what happens, John. I don't know what's worse. The fact that this, this man is our president and commander in chief or, or, whether, or the fact that our DOJ um, I believe knew about it and did nothing, nothing about it. Um, and to to our allies, it shows that you know they they can't trust us, they can't count on us. They saw that in Afghanistan. I think that's why you're seeing a reshuffling of the global chessboard, um, and it's got to be very concerning for some of our allies that are in very precarious, dangerous situations like Taiwan and Israel. Yeah. Congressman, very quickly before we go, John mentioned your military service as uh, a Navy SEAL, and you now serve veterans on that committee in the House. How frustrating is it on the Veterans Affairs Committee to hear this president, this administration, talk about how the GOP is is cutting efforts and funding for veterans? It's extremely frustrating, guys. Um, if you got, I'm a member of the House Freedom Caucus. You guys probably know that um, the House Freedom Caucus. Um, was the architect of many of the cuts that we were going after. Um, first and foremost, let me tell the American people this. Thank God that there are people up here that are actually trying to cut spending in this town. Because like I said, we have a massive national debt problem. And what's your health care going to look like when we go, go completely off the economic cliff? And that's exactly where we're headed. All right, folks, that wraps up our Friday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. So grateful you can join. It's a great honor to be a part of this, to have a conversation with you every day, to have a great conversation with people like Brandon Judd, Austin Scott, Eli Crane, three gentlemen 
on the front lines of history, on the front lines of American policy, three people who, through public service and military service and border service, are putting their money where their mouth is, making this country a better place, protecting us, make us safer, made us smarter. If you want to continue to hear from incredible patriots like that, just tune in every day. We do this seven days a week. We're grateful to do it. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with the Saturday edition, Yeah, a, a pretty fun weekend edition. We'll have some really great congressmen with us, including Ben Klein, Myra Flores, Ben Klein, currently a congressman, one of the most influential voices on all things budget security. Myra Flores, former congresswoman, whose husband is a Border Patrol agent. You won't believe what keeps her up right now at night about her husband. She's going to reveal that tomorrow. And then Kevin Brock, former intelligence chief of the FBI, weighing in on the CIA letter, the problems at the FBI. Kevin Brock, one of the most trusted voices in law enforcement. He did law enforcement during his years at the FBI like the most people wanted that. We'll have all three of those tomorrow. All right, folks, have a great evening. God bless you. Go into the weekend. Have a good time with your family and friends. And thank you for spending some of your time with John Solomon Reports. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.